0: All right, welcome to Title 10. Uh, the firing, essentially, of Chris Gunn, who has done fantastic work for Marvel, and specifically, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yeah. When sequels can become stale, uh, ruin the original... Or just not work with the original. If not entirely be a horrible movie altogether. Chris Gunn managed to make it different. And work with the original. Well the first film. The original is a comic book. And have success. And they fired him for. uh, Disney fired him for. Uh, tweets from uh, I guess it's past uh, some are a decade old I, what I don't understand about being fired for a tweet I could say I could see go hey you know like you got to delete these and don't go down that road again. But firing somebody who's made them so much money is... I mean, they, 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 there's rumors of uh, pedophilia in the film industry. Uh, rape is uh, another big one. They, they, they had to know... The, uh, at least the rape assaults were happening. Maybe the first couple, it was like, oh, you're just, you know. But, all of that going on. Uh, some of them uh, in the Hollywood sound like serial rapists. Again, I don't know. But... I'm not saying excused, I'm saying I could see it happening one time. Like, oh, I didn't understand the signals, I didn't, you know, but when it's multiple times, and you keep those people for years and years and years because <laughs> they're making the company uh, a crap ton of money. But the tweets, I don't even know what the tweets were, I haven't read them, I'm probably not going to read them. So, I mean, there's that. I think they words. I mean, look at Walt Disney. He had a pretty, you know, you know what he was thinking. <laughs> and, well, no, Walt Disney, he's such a great, you know, this is coming from Walt Disney. Alright, maybe Marvel, it'll be somewhat understandable. Disney. Who, for the longest time uh, in their uh, parks, the people in the costumes had to uh, share underwear. Oftentimes not washed. You know... (laughs) <laughs> Who, uh, Walt Disney, uh, we just know ultimately under the skin the parks are horrible. Uh, I, I guess that's a thing, though. You know, you get underneath the surface, this is some grimy stuff. Disney has no place firing really anybody for a tweet. I mean, I I, I would think that is under freedom of speech, but then again, that only applies to the government and not a company. Oh, you, you can go rape for years. You know, but some tweets that pop up. No, you can't do that. That's where the line is. Anyway, there's my rant on that. Yeah, I'm about to do another rant. Alright, welcome to Title 10. I, uh... Anchor doesn't do a split screen. I read an entire, well, most of an entire article. And... Uh made some various points uh, on a, another recording app and I thought oh okay cool uh, import from my library and I'll put it here no it's only the library of what I've already recorded so if I wasn't lazy I could move things around the way I want to and change them around so there are more organized. Boy, it is toasty. Alright, so this is about Matt Groening. I believe that's how you say the name of the creator of The Simpsons. Uh, It says that there uh, is not going to be a cancellation or placement ...of the voice actor for poo on The Simpsons. I guess there was a documentary at some point where it said it was the problem with poo And what was being done was a, an attempt to find a real uh, Indian person, as in Middle Eastern Indian, uh, to do the voice. Uh the guy who does the voice of a pooh, who's white, uh, said he's willing to step down if you can find a replacement or he's told, which mean to me it sounds like Sjws uh, are agitating him, I guess, but he doesn't really want to leave the part where he really likes it or the pace good. Because I think some of the actor, voice actors uh, in The Simpsons get paid more for one episode than what most people make in two to three years. Which, I mean, I'm happy for them, but who wouldn't want to leave that? Or who would want to leave that? I misspoke there for a second. So, and it just goes back to it's the only problem for uh, when white people do it. Uh, you watch, well I just listen to my uh, racism video on YouTube. It's one of the first ones I did. I think it's the third or fourth. It, it's the only problem when white people do it. Uh, and what started that video. Uh, because I came across a picture. Of someone that tweeted a picture of with most likely uh, an African-American woman's hand pointing to, uh, what was it, Egypt, on a plaque. And the guy who commented was black, and he was saying, uh, this is so racist. Uh, and on the plaque, every other country was green, except for Egypt. And through really looking at that picture, I assume that that plaque was uh, in a travel agency. So I don't know why the woman was pointing to it. I don't know the circumstances of the very original picture. Uh... It could have been, uh, that's the one place that travel agency wasn't going to get people to. Because there was a point where it seemed like all of Egypt was in a riot. And when that was happening, I was pretty sure we are going to send troops to Egypt. But that's beside the point, kind of going off topic. Or it could have been a section where... That entire section's about Egypt uh, at the travel agency, and you know they want to say, "All right, Egypt," and show you where it is on a map. So either could have been all about Egypt, or they're excluding Egypt because they're not going to take people there. And the guy wanted to be a knight in shining armor and spotting racism, you know. And who knows if a white person was ever involved. Uh, A gas station pretty much down the road from me, a few miles, is being stereotypical, uh, treating Americans in a stereotypical manner of how the rest of the world thinks Americans are. Uh, Which is the whole thing about this Apu deal. Uh, They have things you can buy... That are very gun-related. If it insinuates, if it's a sticker, a keychain, uh, a postcard that insinuates, I got guns, and if you don't think the way I think, I'm gonna shoot you. Pew pew pew. You know, <laughs> no one's saying anything about that. I mean, they even had, uh, ceramics of big giant boots and dead dealers. You know, stereotypical of a Texan. You know? No one said anything about that. Uh, there's a few Japanese cartoons. Well, there's probably more than what I realized, because I only watch them. If, uh, one, I'm interested in them, obviously... But they're in English because when I read subtitles, it takes away from what uh, the characters are doing. I mean, if I wanted to do that, I'm going to read a book. You know, it's uh, there's one. I think there's a YouTube video about it. So typing things with uh, stereotype Americans in Japanese cartoons. One was. Where the guy got superpowers. From spending money. Uh, Another one. Was. Where a US Navy. uh, Pulled up on the shores of Japan. And. Started a baseball game. And that is a whole. Bunch of American racism right there. And. I don't think people understand. Of other. Other not americans that it's very hard to insult an american and our only problem comes when you don't do it correctly you're gonna insult us do it correct insult us uh do it correctly and then we can move on uh you go to pretty much any country in europe well before this brexit thing You don't even talk to anybody. People will approach you and go, Do you miss America? Why don't you go back to America? Where it's so great. You know. It's like, dude, I just want to attempt to enjoy what your country has to offer. Alright. Maybe if you let me enjoy it, I could see your side. And I'll join it. You know. And of course, you know, various groups in the Middle East who Americans are all pigs. But this one character in an American cartoon who has some stereotypes to him, it's an issue. Russell Brand, very much of uh, Middle Eastern Indian descent, Uh, even says in one of his bits that he went over there to India and did his stereotypical Indian accent. And he says a lot of people laughed. And he thinks that (laughs) they think that there's only one guy in India that sounds like that. You know. So... He can do it. Oh, and then, uh, what was it? Uh, Dave Chappelle does his, uh, white American voice. The German guy, uh, in Die Hard, well, I guess there's a bunch of them, uh, at the last minute before he's, uh, well, i not, right before he's almost killed. Uh, He does an American accent. Saying, oh, I'm from California. And all this other stuff. Or however the line goes. It's been a while since I've seen the film. That's an impression. Of the American accent. And it's not a problem. Because it's not a white American doing it. I just think that. uh, To close. uh, SJW's. Want to cause a problem anywhere they can. I mean if they put that effort. Towards other things. I I mean really. How many there are and how hard they push. The world problems. Might be solved. Including ones with any other country. To where we can. Live without borders where people can move freely wherever they, you know, damn well please. You know, but no. They just want to cause problems. Uh, you know, I try to keep these things for five minutes and here I am going on 12. When, oh, I guess that'll be it. Uh, Thanks for listening to Title 10. Hey, welcome to Title 10. Uh, so this is gonna be one of my famous quick ones to where, oh, I wanna be two minutes long and it's 20 minutes. I wanna do this while it's still fresh in my mind. It's shameful to admit, but I'm a grown ass man and I watch Supergirl. But that isn't why I am doing this little podcast no one is ever going to listen to. It was, I think, the 21st, 22nd episode. Uh, today is June 5th of 2018, so whatever the episode that was, is one where they uh, did a whole big piece on, on guns. And... I fully believe everybody is entitled to their opinion. But, and of course, you know, the whole Hollywood conspiracy, they want to make people scared of guns, but that is kind of what disturbs me about the episode. Is that they're yet again making the M16 look like some super duper magical weapon. That is capable of, you know, godly type powers. And oh look, he put the magazine in there. Oh wow, ooh, it, you know, it's, it's it's through lack of knowledge that brings fear. And that's why guns scare so many people. And... They're, you know, they just put out some keywords, it's some things everybody knows an M16 does. You put that big old magazine in there, you slap it a few times, and the thing's raring to go. And and it could knock a at least a 6'3", 200 plus hundred plus thirty or two hundred thirty plus pound guy back while he's wearing probably at least you know, if it was real. Uh, the, what, what would the guardian armor weigh? I think it would weigh at least a good 30 pounds total. Um, and the uh, moral of this episode was... All anybody needs is a shield. That used to be true. It used to not be true. Then it was true. And now it's not true. Uh, the shield being police. Alright? Obviously, shooting somebody is against the law. Even if you are uh, defending yourself, and you shoot somebody, that's still a law, that you you still can't shoot them. But you shoot them, and then it's in self-defense. It's uh, brushed, essentially brushed off. It's like, okay, well, it was in self-defense, so you're excused of the punishment, but you are still guilty of the crime of shooting someone. That's my understanding of how it works and they put in, Oh, it's a bump stock and it does all this other stuff and it doesn't explain what a bump stock is. It doesn't explain what anything is. And the reason it used to be no show is cause you're responsible defending yourself and your family or anyone else and no one's going to come help you. Then police became a thing. And then that was all right, you know, and police could respond quickly. But now, the in my area, which far as population, like New York, San Francisco, uh, L.A., all that other stuff, uh, is sparse. But it still can easily take 10... 20 minutes plus for officers to get to the location of the incident. Now, one would think common sense. Everybody knows why that's a problem, but I'm going to explain it. That's a problem because I've learned exactly what can happen in one second. In fact, it's it's actually less than a second. Okay, really horrible things, and that's going to be into that part. Now, imagine 20 minutes worth of seconds. Okay, and okay, fine, all right. The situation is somewhat manageable, nothing bad is happening, but you know, say it's five minutes. Uh, it, that's still only if the police are called. If the police are not called, then it's gonna essentially be forever until they get there. Might as well be forever because only time the police will come if they're not called initially is when somebody realizes something's wrong with someone else. Like say something happens to me, I didn't make the call to the police that, hey, uh, hello, my address is blah, 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 blah. Come help me. Well, One, they have to have somebody available to do that, which isn't, really doesn't happen. They're going from one nine one one 911 call to the next. So again, it's availability. Go watch uh, Dread with Carl Urban. Uh, it's, it's, why would you think it might be a horrible movie? Uh, it's they got to choose what they go to and my incident might be low on the list of priorities. All right. So police weren't called from, from my situation. Somebody would have to call because, oh, title 10 didn't show up. He usually shows up or, all right, let's give him a little bit of time. Meanwhile, my body's rotten away because the bad guy who most likely got the gun illegally Uh, killed me. Now does that mean if I had a gun I would uh, take the bad guy out or deter him? No. Alright? But it still gives a chance. There's no such thing as police defending people anymore. I mean really as a whole is not how it's working. They're there to uphold the law not to protect. They say serve and protect but the Supreme Court has ruled they are not there to protect; they're there to uphold the law. So, at least with a gun, somebody has a chance. Now, probably because I have to say it every time I mention, I am. Somebody wants to own a gun. Own a gun, you know. Hey, if you're schizophrenic, you're most likely more. Uh, at risk of doing more harm than any possible good, you know. You think somebody just transformed into a spider, or is a spider to begin with, and you shoot that super high, you know, walking eye of a spider, and it's really a person, you know. Oh, excuse me. You know, you're, you're banned from flights, you're... Uh, I don't know. But, again, it provides a chance. And what people as a whole are overlooking, all right, most of these shootings, so many of them, in fact, the the mass shootings, or at least the attempted mass shootings, all right, there's so many uh, that occur in areas where they advertise a gun-free zone. It's... You know, it pretty much only happens in areas that are advertising gun-free zone. Because a guy wants to do something illegal, doesn't want to get shot until he's done doing whatever he wants to do. Whether that's kill people, steal something, what have you. But, alright, fine, you want to have an anti-gun episode, fine. That, that is completely their right to do. It's not my money going into it, but don't, if you're doing that, don't make guns out to be these super-duper powerful weapons that can, you know, push back somebody weighing, you know, uh, with with the armor 260 pounds and, you know, the guy shooting it doesn't move whatsoever because that's what gets people scared. I believe that's the entire tension of that episode, in those scenes. You know, you want to be anti-gun, great, but you better present evidence that is factual to the other of the other side. You know this, and again, they they don't want us to have guns, so they can do what they want because they don't want to get shot either. The guy, the people ultimately that are orchestrating the bullshit of uh, what was going on here in the United States, they don't want to get shot. So they're trying to conv- they try to take guns away at least one or two times far as I can remember in my lifetime and, ex- and pretty much the last administration tried to do that at least once. and people didn't want to do it. So now it's a huge campaign to convince people to do it. You know what, what's it uh, consent or conquest? Anyway, uh, thanks for watching. (laughs) Er, habit of YouTube. Uh, Thanks for listening, and remember, all my listeners are tens of my book. Alright, welcome to Title 10. I just read about that Disney is going to keep with their original decision about firing James Gunn. uh, I guess they're going to keep his script, though. Uh, what I think will happen, you know, there's a whole bunch of people going, well, I'm not going to watch it, I'm going to, actors saying they're going to walk away, uh, I think for, the, I don't think the actors are going to walk away, I don't think as many people will uh, not watch it, Or you know, or buy it on whatever format. Because look at EA. Uh, if you don't know who EA is, um, it's a game, a video game company. And it's, it's just horrible. People complain about every game they make at this point, And yet they still buy it. They still play their game, uh, the online version of their games. You know. But yet they complain. It's an some version of addiction and I think that's what's gonna happen with uh, these Guardians of Galaxy movies people know it's not right but they're gonna keep doing it but with that I think they're not gonna hit what they normally do in the box office so would be bad enough that there won't be a fourth or Another tie in with uh, Avengers after the next one. You got me. Uh, They'll probably see profit, but not near as much. What I. uh, Okay, there's this thing. uh, Word I came across called astroturfing. And what that is, is where. Uh, Various things are done by uh, companies, corporations, what have you, and they do various things to change public opinion, Uh, for for whatever means they do it. Some of them are beyond my understanding. I think that's what's happening with Hollywood, because it was predicted for uh, at least a couple years that 2018 is going to be the year that uh, Hollywood collapses. There's uh, studios that are competing with themselves. You know, it's... Uh, I think there's going to be a couple times where it's uh, one week, they come... Uh, we'll, we'll say Marvel. I don't know if it's Marvel for sure, but this is an ex- example. Marvel will come out with uh, one movie uh, well two movies in two weeks you know so they're that movie is competing with this, uh, those two movies are competing with its, uh, themselves because while probably the average person can easily afford to go, walk, uh, go to the theaters a few times a year you know they can't when it's this many movies, they can't afford to see them all. And the studios are counting on every one of those people that go to the movies to see, you know, all the movies. So I think they've done too much too fast, and the way things are done needs to change. But to avoid that, what they're doing is finding... Any reason to fire uh, anybody they can, so they have an excuse not to have a movie made or not to pay as much. Because I'm sure firing James Gunn uh, saved Disney a whole bunch of money uh, that they are they are not paying him unless he's in on the in on the act, and then he's. Probably made more than what he was going to make with uh, when the movie came out. I don't know that for sure. It's a suspicion. Excuse me. But I think what will happen. Is if James Gunn is hired by DC. DC will become really good with the movies. And Disney will realize they made a bad decision. And then... They may have to decide, okay, we're going to pay James got more than we did beforehand, or we're we just going to continue on and deal with DC as a competitor. which I think they're both under Viacom, uh, Warner Brothers, and Disney. So it's really ultimately Viacom competing with itself. Uh, I personally don't understand that. But... Apparently someone does. Alright. Uh, thanks for listening. Hey, welcome to Title Ten. Uh, this is definitely going to be a quick one. Alright, I know it's old news. Uh, it's not why I'm bringing it up. So just bear with me to the end, please. Okay. So, the new series of Roseanne. It started off strong. A whole bunch of people liked it. Then they started doing interviews, getting more in depth about the show, and then it, uh, it started to go down uh, in, in viewers. People were carrying less and less. Then when it sort of started to decline, like bad, all of a sudden uh, Roseanne Barr made that tweet. I just think it's a little too convenient that they'll have an excuse uh, that happened which gave them an excuse to cancel the show I, I don't know I my concern with this thought is now that I know about Astroturfing, I'm looking for it everywhere. like what what, what is it uh, the number 23. Something like that, where when you really start believing it, you start finding uh, finding proof where there is none. I don't know. It's just so convenient. It's, it's right up there with as soon as everybody started forgetting the Kardashians, uh, Bruce became Caitlyn Jenner, you know. It's just a little too convenient. Anyway. Hello, welcome to Title 10. I probably could file this under Ranto Brahma, but it deals with Hollywood. Uh, Not a big deal. It's not like, oh, the newest stories on uh, whatever celebrity. It's just bullshit. Uh, Today I found out that... uh, original poster for X-Men Apocalypse where Mystique was being choked well by Apocalypse which is still in the film because it was on a poster people claiming to be feminists said oh this might make uh, somebody just randomly choke a woman you know because that happens Seen a movie poster, or a poster of anything, then all of a sudden, oh, all right, where's the nearest woman? Let me just, you know, put my hand around her throat and squeeze, you know. You know, looking at, well, they're not. I haven't seen them for like ever, but billboard. I remember as a kid seeing billboards of various. Cigarettes, Uh, I never said, oh, where can I get that, you know, or, I mean, does a Fast and Furious poster, um, make most people want to just drive recklessly into traffic and look dramatic, you know, no. And then I guess uh, I don't remember the date. Could have been like whenever. Uh, I think it was University of Colorado or. You I don't remember the state, but some university. I guess there was a men's center, which I'm sure there's also a woman's center. Believe me, I know there's a woman's center. Uh, you know, at least somewhere. I think Curves, is. Uh, exclusive to women. You know, they they invaded it. This is just them, whether they realize it or not. They just want to stir crap up and people keep giving in. You know, what happened to having a backbone? It's, 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 you know, at least in my personal experience, I'm not saying I always have a backbone. But usually, well actually all the time when I fucking have one, I'm all of a sudden the the, the asshole. You know, why does having a backbone all of a sudden bad? Seems around 2010-ish, nine. If you stick to your guns, you're the one in the wrong. And there is a difference between that and being stubborn. Anyway, you got me. They're going to the f- inherit the earth because no one wants to have a backbone anymore. Because they won't be liked and their feelings will get hurt. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hi, welcome to Title 10. I came across an article where Louis C.K. I think it was, was it? Denver, Colorado. I, I don't know. So He tried to book a... Well, and his agent tried to book him a gig there. And the lady who owns a comedy club contacted one of, uh, I guess, there was no beating around the bush, Louis C.K.'s victims of sexual assault. And then that made her decide no. Which is fair. Right to refuse service, and what Louis C.K. did was wrong. I don't know if it's the flip side, but... Uh, what? What's her name? Jeez. Um, it's a fem. She's a female comedian. Uh, I can't believe I forgot her name. She's done a few movies. She had a TV show for a little bit. Maybe still going on. I don't remember. But one for... uh, I guess she was accepting an award. Or she she was at some podium. And she admits... She jokes about it. That she raped a guy. He was drunk. Intoxicated. Barely conscious. And she forced himself... Or... She forced herself... On him. And everybody cheered. She's had, I think, at least one. I think it's two... uh, TV specials since then. She's had... uh, at least one movie. I think it's also two, maybe three. People cheered for it. It just goes back to... A woman does it. It's great. It's, it's wonderful. A woman can do no wrong. But a guy gives somebody a funny look. That's horrible. And anything beyond a funny look, castrate them. You know, and part of the pro, uh, I guess this wasn't the first time Louis C.K. tried to book a comedy club, you know, and people were saying, well, if I knew he was going to be here, I wouldn't have showed. Amy Schumer, that's her name. Yeah, raped a dude. And people cheered. I mean, well... You know. And part of the problem is with Lucy K getting gigs, is he has an offer of restitution. What restitution is there going to be? These women, what? Again, I wasn't there. But they at least v- viewed it as assault. It is booked as assault. What restitution can he do? Because they probably don't want to even hear the name Louie or the letters C or K ever again. You know? what restitution can there be I mean if someone can answer that you know I'm not saying uh, I'm all for Louis CK you know definitely take a hit but I mean he made the decisions You know, I... Oh, hell, I mean, what's the point? It's not like you can see my face or anything. You know, I... You know, I wasn't raped by a woman. But... I have had, believe it or not, one or two women invade my personal space. I did not say anything that would warrant such an action. I'm pretty sure I didn't give a look... That I was interested, but they try to use their positions of power to come on to me. So I at least have a taste of how off putting that experience is. You know, I. Granted, I don't have nightmares about it. But it definitely makes it hard to have a relationship. Just with that little bit. Now that's me. That's a me problem. But still, there it is. You know, it's. Why? A woman does it, it's fine. A woman in a position of power does it, it's fine. A guy looks at a woman wrong. Oh, he's abusing me. You know, I don't know, you just, what rest- the b- b- whole point of this rant, of Hollywood BS, is what restitution can there be, I would like to know, welcome to title 10. Depending on how deep you are in the movies, you know, like if that's pretty much your life, you may have already heard about this. Paul Figg, he typically works with mostly if not an all-female cast in most, well, all the movies I know he's made, well, directed. And one of them was the most recent reboot of Ghostbusters. And they're saying, uh, one of the actresses in there are saying, oh, it's because it's a female cast. Now, granted, I'm a guy, and me speaking out against this is automatically wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway. The movie was bad, and it wasn't because it was an all-female cast. I enjoyed Ocean's 8. Uh, I mean, this is the most recent one I can think of that was pretty much an all-female... Well, it was, yeah. I think it was an all-female cast. Well, I enjoyed it. But that Ghostbusters, it was just... It was one joke, two joke, three joke, four. and, And then, oh, a little pause. One joke, two joke, three joke, four. There was no... It didn't have a nice rhythm. And a lot of the intended jokes seemed forced. I mean, I can understand defending the movie. And it could be a... uh, Regardless of the intent. Whether it's honest or not. From uh, Fig and uh, the one actress... I consider it a publicity stunt. Because, of course, you're going to defend your movie. Because if you don't defend the movie you were in, then you're probably not going to get cast for uh, another movie. And this all started because, again, backlash is happening due to yet another Ghostbuster reboot. They wouldn't be rebooting it within five years if the uh first reboot was good. <laughs> now no matter you know how you cut it. You I mean it was like uh what was the movie? Ghost Rider. I can agree for the most part where it's considered bad. You know, and they rebooted it pretty much soon after. I think it was Yeah, four or five years. I don't remember. I can easily go... to... my movie collection and find out. But I'm going to be lazy. Yeah, they don't (laughs) really reboot... do two reboots within the same decade. Unless the first reboot was horrible. You know, it just... I just think the problem is that a lot of people think... Oh, a chick's doing it, it's automatically good. A gay dude's doing it, it's automatically good. And if anybody says anything different, a gender card, a sexual preference card, and sometimes even a race card is pulled. You know, you know, you want to be treated like everybody else, you want equality, then you don't pull the race card, the gender card, or the sexual preference card. At all. I mean they're going. Oh you. This. You that. You're. Screw all the. You know whatever. Or this and that. Then yeah. Pull the race gender or sexual preference card. But any time somebody speaks out against what you've done. Or disagrees pulling those cards yeah get bent i guess that's my hollywood malarkey rant for the day Uh, thank you